0: Distractions and disinformation. That's been something that's been a topic of late, something that a lot of people are talking about, especially on the weekend. You'll notice that there's a lot of stuff that comes out, and it just basically tries to distract people from the issues that are swirling around. Right now, the United States is having such a horrible situation with crime, uh, basic goods not showing up in uh, in grocery stores or, or uh you know, uh, something that that's unheard of, you know, I mean, this is a clear example that, you know, socialism has seeped into some places because this reminds me of the Soviet Union where, you know, people would joke about uh, waiting for the plumber for, you know, years while waiting for a car delivery for years and then saying, well, which one would show up one in the morning or one in the evening? <laughs> you know, and This is basically what uh, Bernie Sanders used to admire. And now this is what we are mired in, this useless double, triple, quadruple speak of duplicity that basically means nothing. You know, Fox & Friends this morning, the Fox & Friends early show weekend uh, had something on this. And and they were talking about uh, woke speak, broke speak, or whatever you want to call it, speak uh, that was coming out uh, from uh, Kamala Harris. And uh, this is what you know that, the situation of uh, hiring based on purely affirmative action for looks—you know, like they, by the Biden administration when when they were going to be set up and running—they uh, they wanted this type of people in each position. So what they did is they wanted to have the village people. They wound up with the village idiots. Anyway, here's Fox and Friends on what Kamala Harris was saying as the entire NATO planet was looking at each other you know all the western democracies in the world all our allies coming down and she basically fumbled the speech talking about unity but left everyone just confused
1: because the west and ukraine is mobilizing that's a threat to russia so and you also have increasing reports of potential false flag operations especially in the donbass region which is the disputed eastern region of ukraine where that russian separatists have been working for eight years the war never stopped there so if you can create an incident or a rationale there they will it just it looks like at every turn both vladimir putin is preparing the numbers are going up the propaganda is increasing uh and 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 war is likely and then we've got our own leadership whether it was lloyd austin or kamala harris or joe biden attempting to go to the podium and i don't know if it, we would call it speaking tough i don't know what you would call it but here's Kamala Harris talking about unity in Europe at the Munich Security Conference. Watch this.
2: Understanding that our work together and our unity is a sign of the strength of our nations individually and collectively. I do believe, I think we all know, our greatest strength is our unity. This is a moment that has made that clear, that our unity is evidence and is a measure of our strength.
3: Um, I, can someone translate?
2: Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because a few weeks ago we had some woke statements on. I told you we should bring in a translator. Woke for,
1: translator? A woke yep. translator. We may need an NGO or you know some sort of translator for this kind of you know international speak because.
0: Well, basically, what it is is it's not a woke translator. It's 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 more Hollywood talk. You know how uh, everybody got choked up. When uh, they had this scene in in a Hollywood movie, I I think it was uh uh you know Miss Congeniality, uh and basically this is this is what Kamala Harris is doing an impersonation of whoever the actress was in Miss Congeniality, uh when she was talking about you know that that kind of situation, uh where where you know everybody just wants world peace you know kind of it gets choked up about it but. That is essentially what you have right now. you have a situation where uh, there are people out there who who just don't get it uh, you know uh, this entire diplomatic mission effort is turning out to be something just well I don't know it's just not not going the way it's supposed to be and maybe the wrong person was sent.
2: We talk a lot about the Russia-Ukraine border, um, but we talk very little, other than here at Fox and in some other outlets, about the U.S. southern border. This was the border czar Kamala Harris, and what did we get from her valiant activity on the southern border? We got the most encounters in January that we've had in 20 years. Now she's in Europe trying to stop World War III, and forgive me if I'm less than hopeful that she has the skill and the acuity to uh, stop the war. I hope she does.
0: So that's uh, Kyle McKenney. You remember, she used to be the spokesman of the Trump administration. Uh, She's now, uh, you know, uh, on uh, the uh, uh, one of the one of the uh, uh, morning shows over at Fox. And uh, I I believe, you know, they're they're, they're trying to talk about, you know, how Harris is, is basically bungling the thing instead of giving confidence, you know, this is this is a woman who allowed because of her bungling of the handling of the situation at the border and even as as california's district attorney uh or or not district attorney what was she she was uh california's um um well let's not say exactly what she was doing but well, what she was perceived to be uh california's that's not hope no 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 she was uh she was she was uh california's uh how would you put it how would you put it she she was california's uh attorney general if i'm not mistaken then she became a senator right and she basically got that senate seat uh because it was it was a stranglehold Put on the Democratic Party by the woke side of the party that said, you know, you got to get somebody in who is like this. And uh, you know, if, if you listen to people like uh, you know uh, Michael Waltz, who's uh, from Florida uh, Republican on the House Armed Services Committee, he has a different take on Kamala Harris and the trip and what's going on in Kiev and much of uh, that part of the world, because as far as he's concerned. The situation is far worse than uh, what's uh, what's being uh, talked about. And again, uh, taking a cues here from uh, this morning's early morning, Fox and Friends.
1: Hey, from energy independence, we've doubled our imports of Russian oil uh, and heavy crude just over the last to the United States. So can you imagine we're importing oil
0: from Russia while we're complaining about Russia building up its military forces on the border with Ukraine, which has more oil that Russia can control, uh, and natural gas. At the same time, our politicians, many of them, are taking money from these Ukrainian, uh, you know, groups uh, that that are that are donating huge amounts of money into the system. Let's let's listen to this again. I want you to hear this.
1: Moving us away from energy independence.
0: So they moved us away from energy independence. You know what that means? Moving us away from energy independence. That moves America, you know, basically was a net exporter of uh, oil and natural gas. Again, uh, it did not need to import a single drop of oil. The price of oil around the world dropped to where the point they were giving away, practically giving away oil uh, on orders. <laughs> you know, I mean, it went, it went down to $10 a barrel at one point. Now it's it's, it's 110 And that's Joe Biden for you. That's a socialist superstructure that we are seeing in these United States that's coming up, where the other day I was at a, uh, I think it was a Target, and it was right down at the uh, uh, Queens Plaza Mall in an elevator. And I just got there with my my son. We were picking up some stuff, and and we were headed home. And in the elevator, there was this uh, young woman uh, who was complaining because she'd been two different drugstores and now target. And she had yet to find the baby formula, the only baby formula that doesn't give her son allergies. And to me, it was shocking. I, I I almost wanted to ask, you know, uh, what is the problem? Is it the price? And before I could even ask, she said, there's nothing available. And that's just basic as basic as baby formula. You know, As basic as baby formula, the supply chain is screwed up. And whose fault is it? Guess who?
1: Good old Joe.
2: He has to say about that.
1: Moving us away from energy independence, we've doubled our imports of Russian oil uh, and heavy crude just over the last, to the United States, uh, just over the last year. But where the unity was shattered was not taking a tougher stand on Nord Stream 2. Putin knows, that Germany uh, is not going to, to crater that pipeline, but you're going to see increased uh, 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 dependence on Russian oil from and on Middle Eastern oil now, all because of this progressive failed energy policy that shut down uh, our energy independence and created dependence on our adversaries that are now richer and bolder.
0: So, you know, as you come into all of this and you look at that, and by the way, that was uh, Congressman uh, Michael, uh, was it Michael, it uh, or is it Daniel, or is it, uh, it's Congressman, yeah, Congressman Michael Waltz of Florida, uh, you know, he, he serves on the House Armed Services Committee, he, he was speaking rather on Sean, Sean Hannity the other night and talking about the situation and, and how bad the situation is as far as, uh, you know, people are very, 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 very concerned with what is happening uh overall and uh you know it's gotten to the point where even even the uh the left is uh is taking uh their own little position on it uh like bill Maher as to our billion plus consumers as long as you shut up about the whole police state genocide thing (laughs) yeah so bill maher was uh basically getting on about uh certain members of, of the nba and uh world wrestling, you know, like um uh basically uh talking against some of these uh, sports figures around the world who have who have come out and just basically said, you know, they're not gonna uh you know, they're not gonna criticize China even if China is uh is is uh, you know. Uh, having having a lot of uh, impact in the world of uh, uh, sports lately because of endorsements and uh, the way they're controlling a lot of our top athletes from speaking out against them or speaking out for freedom, for unity, for human life and dignity is by controlling what they can say in their endorsements because if they speak out, uh, they 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 lose these endorsements. Uh, you know, uh, some of these uh, people are like uh, Kevin Johnson, of The Rock, who at one time used to speak out openly about you know freeing Tibet and, and the rights of the Falun Gong, and and even did movies on the on the subject, uh, and, and talking about how bad you know it was for any government to oppress anyone for their religion. But then you had other you know uh, people who are, who are being called out. Uh, for these things and uh, you know th- this is what they were reporting
1: this morning
3: titles in just
1: two days college track athlete selena soul is here to talk about her fight for fairness in women's mm-hmm. sports American athletes for kowtowing to china watch
4: that's the deal china offers american companies and celebrities we'll give you access to our billion plus consumers as long as you shut up about the whole police state genocide
0: thing
3: <laughs> Mark calling out NBA icon
0: LeBron James
3: and wrestling star John
0: Cena. By- so, so, yeah, that was that. what I was trying to figure out. What was, uh, what, who were they talking about? I mean, there were, there were actually images, but I just couldn't remember to put a face to a name because I don't even watch them anymore. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of uh, saddened about C- Cena and uh, his, you know, support for, uh, you know, this, this Chinese regime that has, has done so much to hurt America's supply chain uh, in so many ways. You know in so many ways Uh, one classic example is is basically the the use of uh, uh, China you know hopping in and just literally you know stealing uh, intellectual property like recipes for things producing the items much more cheaper in China or even producing fake items and dumping it on the market and thus causing problems so you know you, you have all these situations you have all these problems and and you you deal with it in whatever way you can uh with uh, with with uh, you know with the uh, uh uh you know th- these these knockoffs that are that are really designed to knock the companies off and uh this is this is what um people are saying this is what people are uh, upset about with uh, you know with the entire situation, uh, in places like, um uh, uh, you know, in, 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 in places like the Ukraine and elsewhere, where it is completely, uh, you know, it's throwing people off track about the overall you know, uh, issues. While some people are looking around and, and, and seeing these things, they're also, um, how crazy some things are. Uh, that only one side of an argument is ever raised in in certain issues. Um, you know, let, let, let's listen to some of the uh, Senate hearings.
3: I actually don't believe your record reflects that. So let's look elsewhere because you actually make a business. So
0: so let's listen to uh, you know uh, Senator Cruz talking to a nominee from the Biden administration. And this was at Wednesday's Senate Judiciary Committee hearing. Uh, Senator Cruz uh, grilled Nina Morrison, a nominee to the United States District Court in the Eastern District of New York. Naturally, we get him. We get one in New York again. Just another ultra-liberal who doesn't seem to care about the fact that judges are being too liberal, releasing too many career criminals onto the streets, and that crime is completely out of control in New York and many other parts of the United States. Let's listen to this uh, interaction.
3: I don't believe your record reflects that. So let's look elsewhere. Could you actually make a business of supporting these soft on crime prosecutors that release violent criminals? You also were on the transition committee for Los Angeles district attorney, George who came to office in 2020. Like Krasner, like other Soros DAs, they come in,
0: Yeah, you mentioned Soros, and right away the uh, playback stops. That's kind of weird. So
3: let violent criminals go. I actually don't believe your record reflects that, so let's look elsewhere. Because you actually make a business of supporting these soft-on-crime prosecutors that release violent criminals. You also were on the transition committee for Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon, who came to office in 2020. Like Krasner, like other Soros DAs, they come in to let violent criminals go and they do it. And those violent criminals murder innocent people. Do you have any idea what the murder rate was in Los Angeles County in 2021?
2: Uh, Senator, again, I'm aware in the wake of the COVID pandemic, the murder rate is up nationally uh, and I don't know the specifics. So
3: you serve on transition teams for DAs, but but you're not concerned with the murder rate. Well, it was 397 murders in 2021. That was 11.8% higher than the year before, which was 355, and it was 53.9% higher than the 2019 total before Mr. Gascon was elected, that was 258. Why is it that you keep being part of the transition team, helping advise district attorneys on how to release violent criminals, and you're the head of the Innocence Project. This Project actually does good work for people who are wrongfully committed, they convicted, they should be released, but do you care about the innocent people who are murdered, because you keep advising people to put policies in place that result in more innocent people being murdered.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and this is the thing, with Senator Cruz is right, you know, with, with uh with this nominee. We're gonna let her answer. Don't, don't worry about that. We're gonna, we're gonna hear her side the way. But do they realize, you know, of, of these hundreds of people who are killed each year by violent criminals uh wrongfully released? Uh how many of these people uh, were were du- as a direct result of their work would still be alive. How many Asian attack crime victims would would still be alive if judges and prosecutors like this, you know, this nominee, uh, you know, who basically has gone out, gone and gone on a soapbox as an elected judge? This is this is where I disagree. You know, there's Nina Morrison. Uh, who's going for for the Eastern District of New York? Would they still be alive? And she's going to an area like Albany, where crime is incredibly tough and rising, and so is the murder rate. Let's listen to what she had to say to Mr. Cruz's questions.
2: Um, I, I see the time is up, but I'm happy to answer the senator's question if, if the chair will permit. Um, Senator Cruz. Um, I have worked uh, for 20 years on cases involving some of the most horrific crimes imaginable, murders. and
0: Yeah, uh, and, and, and what she's done is released most of the people accused.
2: Rapes. Some of my own clients were murder victims' family members. They lost their loved ones and were wrongly convicted of killing them.
0: And their money by backing someone as nonsensical as this one.
2: And much of the work that I have done with DNA and other evidence has helped identify. Ms.
3: Morrison, you're not answering my question. Why do you keep advising radical district attorneys who let violent criminals go and result in homicide rates skyrocketing? Do you care about the innocent people being killed because of the policies you're implementing? Uh, no, just like Jim Morrison
0: didn't care about, you know, advising kids to a uh, drug overdose, uh, I guess, Nina Morrison uh, doesn't seem to care about it either, as she would on the bench. Sometimes listening to this is useless because, you know, a lot of these people are going to be nominees. They're going to be on the bench. They don't get on the bench. They're going to get elected to some other low position. And because they're Soros clan, criminal family, whatever, back, they're going to stick around.
2: Soros
0: is just such a, huh, can't even say it on air sometimes.
2: Absolutely, Senator. And and to clarify, my role in those transition committees were only on the issue of what's called conviction integrity, not the front end prosecution policies, but on the review of old cases. That is the limited capacity in which I worked. I played no role in formulating the front end policies, um, but it is because when the wrong person is convicted of murder, the person who's actually committed the crime isn't brought to justice, but I think the work connects in Sadly, your
3: nomination is part of a pattern from this administration and Democrats in the Senate, if they follow their pattern, will vote to convict yet another judge who will let more violent criminals go.
0: Mr. And that's basically it. That, that is, you know, just, just another drudge on the bench who's like Matt Drudge, who's now you know flipped over and gone completely over the hill. So anyway, we were talking earlier about uh, Ukrainian uh, Prime Minister Zelensky, who is now speaking with Vladimir Putin. Uh, his plans are to speak with Putin uh, and just basically to go it on his own, because at the end of the day, it's his country and this is their problem. And essentially, Russians and Ukrainians are pretty much cousins. So maybe they'll be able to work it out. Here's the latest on the situation in Ukraine.
4: Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, facing a sharp spike in violence in and around territory held by Russia-backed rebels and increasingly dire warnings that Russia plans to invade, on Saturday called for Russian President Vladimir Putin to meet him and seek resolution to the crisis. I don't know what the President of the Russian Federation wants, so I am proposing the meeting, Zelensky said at the Munich Security Conference where he also met with U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris. Zelensky said Russia could pick a location for the talks. Ukraine will continue to follow only the diplomatic path for the sake of a peaceful settlement. There was no immediate response from the Kremlin. Zelensky spoke hours after separatist leaders in eastern Ukraine ordered a full military mobilization on Saturday while Western leaders made increasingly dire warnings that a Russian invasion of its neighbor appeared imminent.
0: So that's the situation at this time. Uh, Zelensky, the uh, the uh, prime minister there in Ukraine, of course, taking his position to try and save his country from being dragged into a war that may or may not really be anything more than a continued effort, it would seem, some say, uh, by some, uh, that there is a problem and that the chicken in kiev seems to be the people from the american embassy who are running away along with the uk after wagging the dog so much that they've made things probably very much uh, a, a major concern with uh uh, uh you know with with uh, um um major concern a major problem with the current situation um, in in that country that that needs basically better handling than what we are currently seeing according to officials now uh, on that note as Ukraine is trying to speak this is what uh, mr. Uh, Mr. Biden is basically saying.
1: This week, the White House has had their hands full dealing with Vladimir Putin. With Russia escalating their aggression towards Ukraine, including cyber attacks and calls to evacuate the Donbass region as they try to create a pretext to invade, President Biden spoke with U.S. allies. Following that call, he announced that he believes Putin has made the decision to invade Ukraine and that he will target the capital of Kiev in the attack
2: about whether President Putin has made a decision on whether to invade
1: you. Do you feel confident that he, that he da- hasn't made that decision already? As of this moment, I'm convinced he's made the decision. We have reason to believe that. The president reiterated that the U.S., NATO, and their allies will impose harsh sanctions on Russia if they do invade, but that diplomacy will be available up until the moment they do.
0: So essentially what, what is happening here is, is Biden is uh, begging Putin not to invade. Uh, at the same time, Ukrainian's prime minister is rushing off to meet with Putin uh, because after meeting with Kamala Harris, he's probably so confused or maybe the smoke in the room was whatever she was smoking and it just didn't kind of sit right with everybody. Uh, You know, this this is the problem, you know, with an administration more concerned with crack pipes than they are with getting on top of a situation and making sure things don't crack up ukraine it's not all it's cracked up to be just like the biden administration that's it for me for now i'm mike of new york and this has been a saturday quick podcast good morning
5: president a few days ago or a few weeks about two weeks ago i was surprised to read in an article that um as part of the american rescue plan there was this 30 million dollar program um, that would be sending drug paraphernalia to people suffering from addiction in this country and so i said something about it and uh, the administration uh, came out and said that's not true we're not going to use it for that we're not going to be sending out crack pipes or meth pipes to anybody in fact they even wrote a letter to a fellow senator here in that regard so then i said well since let's just make sure right like let's just file a bill language that just makes it clear that we're not going to be sending drug drug paraphernalia like uh, a pipe or the things that 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 work with a pipe that taxpayers aren't going to be paying for that and lo and behold i was surprised by the response and now when you read more carefully the letter that they wrote to senator blackburn you see exactly what the problem is here they don't plan on sending crack pipes or meth pipes to anybody What they planned on sending is what they call a mouthpiece. And a mouthpiece isn't what you think. It's not like some flat thing that you put on your mouth. No, the the mouthpiece is basically the cylindrical tube, straw-looking thing, that you attach to the crack pipe. So the pipe will have to be shared by the addicts, but they're each going to have their own little tube that they can attach to smoke it. Well, I just don't think the federal government should be paying for that, to send that to people. I think, frankly, this is insane. I think most people would agree, and I think most people would be surprised. And the things you discover when you actually file these things and work on it, because we came up with language. You said, okay, here's the bill, and here's what we want to do. And they came back and said, we will not agree to it if it includes that uh, device that attaches to it. So apparently they don't want to send out crack pipes, but they do want to send out the tubes that attach to the crack pipes, so that those who are addicted to crack or any of these other drugs, illicit drugs, that you can smoke um, can be consumed safely somehow, as if there's any safe way to smoke meth or crack, which there isn't. And so what I've come here to do today is very simple. I, I, I want this bill to pass. I don't know why anyone could possibly object to it unless you believe that you should be sending out cylindrical tubing which attaches to a crack pipe to smoke and that can be removed to allow multiple people to use the same pipe, and that's the loophole that they want. That's what that's what they want me to change this bill to allow them to send out. And I just I think that's nuts, guys. I don't know what else, I don't know how else to describe it. There's no like fancy word for it. It's crazy. This is insane. This is the can kind of insanity that people read about and say this can't be true. It is true. It's actually worse than I thought. And so that's why I'm hoping we can pass this today. Apparently there'll be an objection, but. Um, so, Mr. President, I ask unanimous consent that the Committee of Health, Education, Labor and Pensions be discharged from further consideration of Senate 3632, Senate Bill 3632 and that the Senate proceed to its immediate consideration. I further ask that the Rubio substitute amendment at the desk be considered and agreed to, the bill as amended be considered, read a third time and passed, and that the motion to reconsider be considered made and laid upon the table. Is there? Senator from Florida. Yeah. A couple things to be clear. I'm, I'm not slowing down the continuing resolution. This is my bill, nothing to do with the continuing resolution. The reason why we're not voting on the continuing resolution is because there's a bunch of people missing and they don't There's are not enough people here yet to vote for that. That's that's why it's being slowed down. So I took this opportunity to offer my bill. And uh, and I would just say my observation would be that Vladimir Putin's probably if he is even paying attention on what time it is, he probably has his hands full with his uh, plans to invade and conquer parts of Ukraine. I think he'd be wondering, why would I be scared of a country who's going to send out cylindrical tubing to people addicted to crack and meth? Um, Because I think he probably thinks it's crazy, too, as crazy as he is. So um, uh, again, my my bill goes – I get it. They're not going to send out pipes. That doesn't make me feel better, because they are going to send out, with the money of the American taxpayer, they are going to send out cylindrical tubing, which is attached to a crack pipe and can be removed. So each and every one of the people using that pipe, multiple people can use the pipe, but can use a different cylindrical tube to attach to it. And I just don't think the American people should be paying for that. And that's what HHS has basically admitted they want to do with this money. And I didn't think this was going to be controversial, but apparently it is because there's been an objection. So here we are.
0: President-